Episode 138. Thank you all for listening to episode 137, Split Upper Lip. <laughs> I am Gray, here with my co-host. Mr. Bear Cub. And Baby Parrot. <laughs> Baby Parrot. So, uh, thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. The first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you, Brandon. He can help you out with all of your clothing needs. Go to allworkclothing.com. Dot com. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Whoop! Oh, the North Pole! That's bullshit. Oh, shit, I lost it. Did it fall? Parrot, I don't know if you can yeah, get that. There's one behind your laptop. Give me a minute. Right behind your laptop. Right behind my laptop. This one? Yep. It's literally like it's right behind there. behind the glass. There you go. All right. That was that was definitely the North Pole. Crandall's quite a long care. Round two. Search the the surrounding area and not. <laughs> that was a terrible scroll. Canadia. <laughs> Go, we're going, going back, back to Canada. Uh, uh, uh. Is that a lake? Is that Lake Minnetonka? The Bell River. All right. Quebec, Canada. So he doesn't swim. Riviere. The Bell Riviere in Canada. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner that helps local businesses deploy technologies that can positively impact operations and increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. We build it. Get in touch with the sales rep in your area, verizon.com. Thank you to Cassandra PNC. Visit her at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help with all of your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She is there to help. Thank you to Steve at Savage and Associates. Steve is a financial advisor, and he can also help you with your medical needs, as right now it is an open enrollment for the Affordable Care Act, healthcare.gov. Get in touch with Steve at Savage and Associates. And last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Make it quick today. We know your dating profile sucks. <laughs> Everyone knows it. Just reach out to Connell Barrett. He'll be able to help you out. He will turn that profile into magic and get you the lady or man or parrot of your dreams. Yeah, we need them parrots. Datingtransformation.com. Thank you, Connell. So we have made an executive decision from our executive committee, which is me and Bear. Uh, We have decided in trivia, we're going to start trivia now because Parrot has to leave us. But in wrestling... Whatever, let's say the question's worth one. If Parrot gets it right, he gets three. If it's worth five, he gets 15. I thought it was a good proposal from uh, our one of our executive, executive committee members, Mr. Bear. And it is, chairman second, of the board. It is seconded by Gray. Chair, Mr. Chairman Mr. of the board. Mr. Gray. Chairman of the board. What can I be, the treasurer and the vice president? No, we're just both chairman of the board. All right. The chairman we of the board. We don't have presidents or vice presidents. We're all chairmen, except Parrot. He's Chair Parrot. <laughs> chair Parrot. You can't be a man if you're a parrot. You cannot be a man if you're a parrot. Oh, so it'd be a chariot. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Bet it sucks having to sit in traffic, doesn't it? Too bad he can't fly everywhere. Well, I mean, I mean, it would suck if I didn't have a window. It'd be cold. 
good thing I don't get cold. Because you have feathers and fur? I don't have fur. I have feathers. Don't you have... Don't parrots have fur under their feathers? <laughs> All right. Aren't feathers made of fur? Are you ready? Are you ready? We'll Parrot will have a chance on one question tonight, but not <laughs> this one. How do you spell WWE? <laughs> CC3. <laughs> Who was the first wrestler to win the WWF world title under the management of Mr. Fuji? <laughs> that is a bitch of a question to open up with. Oof. To win the world title under Mr. Fuji? Mm-hmm. First person. I don't even know who was <laughs> under Mr. Fuji. Mm. Wow. You got to think 80s, 90s. Hogan. I have no idea. That is Sandman. Just give him a Hogan. I'll give you Hogan. Sandman's not going to be wasn't, he, wasn't that a wrestler, though? Yes. yes, that was like ECW, though. But that was good. That I, was good. I have mine in. Dude, that's... That's tough. That's a tough question. But I don't want to think that much, so I just put my answer in. I The only thing I remember, Mr. And obviously Cody would know more than me, but the only thing I remember Mr. Fuji with was Demolition. Like, you remember that? He was a Demolition when they went heel. I'm just trying to think of who... Hogan was champion for freaking ever. Mm-hmm. But I think we're thinking later. I'm going to go with Yokozuna. That's exactly what I put. I thought of I, I talked myself in. Nine. I talked myself right into it. WrestleMania 9, you know, he ends up beating Bret Hart for it and then losing it 10 seconds later. Mm-hmm. I talked myself into it there. Yoko's correct. Good for us. Good thing I talked myself okay, Parrot, right into that one. You got this. It's, it's not Hornswoggle, though. Damn it. I gotta see how many this is worth. How many is this worth? Say twenty. <laughs> so you get sixty. Sixty, because then I might be okay for a week or two. Trying to ask Jeremy what we get. Here we go. One point. One point. It probably is one point. One point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready, parrot. I guess. You got this. It's not Hornswoggle, like we said. Who was Goldberg's first pay-per-view opponent in WWE 2003? We can make it two points, though, since it's tougher. <laughs> For Parrot, maybe. I was eight years old. Well, it can be two. He'd get six. No, because then we'll forget. Did you give us our give points? It, not give it. To, yeah, I gave us both a point. We'll just do one. Okay. Dude, I have no idea. Um, Cena. No idea. Like, not one idea. Hold on. Let me put mine in. Oh, I can't spell. Idiot. Uh, Parrot. Cena. Undertaker. Bear. There's only two people I think it could have been. I just got to get the right one. Um, I'm going to guess whichever one I have, you have the other one I'm thinking of. So I'm going to go with Kevin Nash. I had Brock Lesnar. It's either him or Triple H, I think, isn't it? Ask Jason it could how be Lesnar, I was I guess. supposed to know this. Who the hell is Jason? Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> Sorry. Jason's our other guy. Jays. Too many Jays. Agreed. Wow. We're all wrong. Who was it? Your backup guess wasn't it either. Really? Yeah. Dwayne. Really? What pay-per-view? What? Here, let me ask. What pay-per-view? Because 03, he had a feud with... Nash and Triple H. Oh, 04 was Lesnar. WrestleMania. Okay. So, 
Let's do another one. Who am I? What? And I said, what pay-per-view? Okay. I, I'm waiting for that. Some Backlash. Mm, Let's probably. do another who am I. This one will hopefully go further than the Vader one. A wrong guess, though, and you cannot guess on the next clue. But you're back to guessing the one following that. So if you guess, the, the clue is I was born in 1975. So if you guess on this and you're wrong, you can't guess till number three. So okay. clue number three. And how many points are, so what are we starting Backlash at? Backlash 2003. I heard that one. Yes, thank you. Oh, well, did I? I don't know. You did tell me, yes. So what, are we, so what are the points then? Five, four, three, two, one. I think it's just one point. It's one person. All right, can I start? I just meant if you got it on the first guess, why would you get one point? Then if you got, I mean, then you, I'd guess on every one. If you get. Or every third or second. This one's tough, so three. He's just giving three out. So he can get nine. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Swaggle. Okay, you can't guess again. So you, you can't guess till question three. So I'm not guessing. What was it? Born in 1975? Mm-hmm. No, I don't take a guess. Because then that means none of us can guess. He said no. Ha, ha, ha. So he knows where that came from. <laughs> All right. Question two. I signed with WCW in 1994. Hmm. I have a guess. I do too. Let me type mine. Okay. When Just, you tell me when you're done, and parrot if you want to wait until the next turn, you're more than welcome. I mean, I have to. Ray Mysterio. That's a great guess. I said Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth, dude, she was like as old as Savage. Oh yeah, wasn't she? Yeah. Damn. Well, all right. <laughs> she almost was dead in '94. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I wasn't thinking 94. Rey Mysterio is a great fucking guess. He started at 19. We're out. No. So this is his. He gets to guess on this. We can't. Okay. So I'm going to put this bear and I can't guess this one. Parrot can. Parrot for the nine points. Parrot might have one more guess because Parrot has to go like 10 minutes ago. All right. John Paul Levesque. Triple H. Only wrestled on one WCW pay-per-view, and I was his opponent. (laughs) Randy Orton. (laughs) No, I'm laughing at what Jeremy said. Sad to say, Parrot has never heard of this guy, sad face. (laughs) So we can't guess. Clue four. Not Randy Orton. No. I was a one-time cruiserweight champion, one-time television champion, one-time tag team champion. Dude. (laughs) I have a guess, but I don't want to throw it out there yet. I got nothing on this one. No guess for me. Nothing for me. If it is my guy, though, I'll be pissed. But I think he's older than this. How about we give Parrot... Oh. oh. <laughs> I t- hold on. He said, how about we give Parrot a point if he knows who John Paul Levesque is? I told him because he didn't know. It's Triple H. You know now. You're not getting a point. Oh, good. Good. Good, good, good. Because this answers my question. 
Number five, as a tag team champion, my partner was Disco Inferno. So I was going to say Disco Inferno. Mm. I'm going to give a guess here. Disco Inferno. Perry, are you giving a guess or are you waiting? I'm going to have to give yeah. a guess if you're giving a guess. I can't guess. I guessed last time. You guessed on four? No, you didn't. I guessed Randy Orton. Not on four. You guessed it on three. Oh. So you have a guess if you want it. I mean... Oh, God. Um, I'm going to say Alex Wright. Motherfucker! Is that what you said? <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> the Undertaker. Ah, God fucking damn it! God damn! <laughs> ah, I was like, you. I was like, this motherfucker's got. And the only reason I thought that I was like, I'm thinking of the day. Yeah. Stupid cheesy dance. Yep. Motherfuck! <laughs> Son of a bitch. <sighs> He's typing, so it's probably Alex Wright. Ah, I thought I had it. Is it? Or, correct. Except Parrot. <laughs> he said nice one, except Parrot. So, uh, Parrot's out. Yeah, Parrot has to go. I'm sorry, guys. Parrot, you out. guys enjoy the rest of the show. Adios, oh, wait, Parrot. we got a bonus question. Oh, all right. I guess I'm not going yet. Damn it. We mentioned Santa Claus last week. With the holidays approaching, what perfect time for Santa Claus questions? Which wrestler portrayed this character? The Big Show. <laughs> all right, now you can go, Parrot. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> All right. Um, fucking criminy. See you. I'm just pissed. I thought I was like, oh, motherfucker's gonna get Alex right, and he did. Wait, 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 hold on. What was that? You gonna? What? I just said it's gonna be the big show. It's gonna be the big show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think you're wrong. I know I'm wrong. You want to take that beer ball out of the way so I can see? Thanks. Did you type yours in yet? Um, no. Uh, God damn it. This is, wait, this is ECW, right? No, this is WWE. But it was an ECW guy. I do not know that. I don't think the guy I'm thinking of was an ECW. I, I, I'm just guessing. I think I know who it is. Because I know Cody mentioned this, so I'm strictly going off Cody saying this. Okay. I got it in. Okay, I'm going with, and I don't know, I know his, what his real name is. I can't think of it, though. So the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Brawler, whoever portrays him, I think his name's like Steve something. But the character, whoever Abe portrays Knuckleball <laughs> Schwartz. Yeah, whoever portrays the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Brawler, holy shit. Is my guess for Xanta. And I gotta, I gotta type this in. I think I only think this because of Cody. Think this because Cody mentioned. If I'm remembering, I think it was Balls Mahoney. Mm, that sounds right, but I thought he was. Skinnier. I want to know Brooklyn Brawler's name. Hold on, I can never remember his name. Steve something. I'm pretty Steve sure. Steve Lombardi. There you go. Not to be confused with Vince Lombardi. They are very confusing. Balls Mahoney's correct. Nice, nice. one. Thank you, Cody Bryant. Balls. You, you want to give him a bonus Balls. point because he Balls. stole it? I can just give him a point right now because he'll get it right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he said it. All right, topic for the day. Seems like during the history of pro wrestling, when actual tag teams break up, one seemed to go on to be a big star while the other one fizzles. 
Rockers, Heart Foundation, Smoking Guns, Harlem Heat, DJ Jazzy, Jeff, and the Fresh Prince. But with the exception of Edge and Christian, and maybe Matt and Jeff Hardy, and other tag team. I'm going to get back to that. And other tag teams had a breakup where both wrestlers went on to be star. What other tag teams had a breakup where both wrestlers went on to be stars? I can't think of any others off the top of my head. Have a good rest of the show. I disagree with the Matt and Jeff Hardy. I don't think Matt was ever as big as Jeff. And Edge and I Christian. I think he is now. Yeah, you know what he's putting out there because Jeff's not around. Not now, but a couple of years ago. And then uh, Edge and Christian, yes, in like TNA and coming back through right. there and all well, of both, that. Both of them were world champions. Edge and Christian, both world champions, but Christian was nowhere near Edge. No, I don't think so. But, I mean, he could have been. He turned down a lot of shit from the WWF and WWE to do that. I'm, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say Owen Hart and British Bulldog. Kane and Undertaker. Kane and Undertaker. Uh, I think they were both. I think his point is that they were tag team first. So Owen Hart and Bulldog might not be legitimate either because Bulldog was big, you know, back in the 80s. And then, you know, they kind of tagged in the 90s. Um I don't know. It, yeah, coming in, I'm just trying to think. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, like the Midnight Express. Yeah. You know, the uh, who's the other? Who's uh, Ricky Morton? And Was that Midnight Express or was that Rock and Roll Express? I think that was Rock and Roll Express was Ricky Morton. And, well, you could say the Steiners. Cause uh, that's the same because Scott yeah. Steiner was bigger than Rick. Not, yeah, Rick never. I mean. He, but they, they mm-hmm. fall into that category of one made it, the other yeah, didn't. You're right. Um I mean, in Saint, like the Rock and Roll Express, neither of them really made it as singles. They were both just a really good tag team. Got it. Big Cass and Enzo Amore, both studs. <laughs> both got their asses almost handed to them. Yikes. Bushwhackers? <laughs> yeah. Once again, just a, just there for the show. Yeah, I mean, tag teams like, to come in together, that's, I mean, because, that's tough. I mean, you look at, like, uh, you think of teams that kind of came together after they right. were already stars, like Mega Powers, Savage and Hogan. Yeah. Um, Earthquake and Typhoon. What about who did Sting tag with in the eighties? Oh shit! Barry Windham, I think. I mean, he was with Luger for a while, but that was afterwards, right? I'm gonna have to look that up, partner. Yeah, just but he didn't. I don't think he came in that way either, though. No, I mean, you know, uh, Ole Anderson and Arn Anderson. He wow, Sting won the UWF World Tag Team Championship twice with Gilbert in 1986. And a third time with Scott or Rick Steiner in '87. Mm, Crazy, interesting. interesting. Huh? Would have never thought that. Yeah, I mean, let's see. Uh, yeah, because I mean, you look at all you can think is a guy that made it and one didn't. Like you think of the Dudley Boys, right? Man. Bully Ray was a lot bigger than like when we get to TNA. Bully Rig, Bully Rig, Bully Ray was much bigger than Brother Devon. Brother Devon, yeah, true. Um, uh, Legion of Doom, they didn't really go anywhere, Hawk and Animal. I mean, well, Animal did because he's still alive. It's <laughs> fucked up. What? You're absolutely correct. Is it not true? Um, yeah, because you, you can think of DX. I mean, it was the same thing. Man. But they, they, I mean, Billy Gunn was already with Bart, so that doesn't really count. Yeah. And Hardcore Holly. Uh, yeah, that's tough. I mean, because you think, like, you go back, because Bulldog was with... Dynamite Kid? Dynamite, is that right? Yeah. Which, I mean, technically Dynamite Kid really didn't. He didn't mm-hmm. amount to anything. Same thing. Um, I mean, mm. Owen and Anvil. Now, they didn't come in. Brett, technically, Brett and Anvil did. Right. They weren't. Brett wasn't a single. Now, these guys became a tag team after one was, one was already, well, I wouldn't even say they were big, but the APA. 
Yeah, but Bradshaw did a single thing before that. Well, but he got bigger after. Well, exactly. Because he was Blackjack, right. Blackjack but, Bradshaw, right? Right, but Farouk was bigger before. Correct. So uh, that one's, uh, yeah, that one's really not any different. Okay, here's a good one. How about the Brain Busters? Tully Blanchard. I said that. Arn Anderson? Yeah. Yeah. And what about, okay, I got another one for you then, Harlem Heat. There you go. Booker well, he and mentioned Steve Ray. Steve oh, Ray, Ray was that? nothing. But I'm saying Brain well, why'd Busters. Why did he use all the easy ones? He did to tell us like who was good and who wasn't. He's asking us guys that were together. If I read that right, let me go back to his. Uh, what other tag teams had a breakup where both wrestlers went on to be stars? So not many. He's saying Edge and Christian, Matt and Jeff. I think Brain Busters is a good one. He gave them all, though, is what I'm saying. <laughs> There's yeah. really nobody else out there that. What about Typhoon and Earthquake? Yeah, <laughs> the they natural disaster. Yeah, they came together, though, you know? Yeah, you're That's, right. Yeah. What about, um, like, IRS, Ted DiBiase? I know Ted DiBiase was bigger before. Our IRS is the varsity club with what's his face before all that shit. Um, with, uh, what's his, who's a little short shit? Kevin Sullivan. There you go. So, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, that's that, that's a tough one because I don't think there really are you know that what? many. Here's a good one. I'm looking back in history, and I forgot about this, but I remember hearing about it because they worked out together. They were slick. They were they were big buff. And this is going back all the way to 85. Sting and Rock. Rock later being Ultimate Warrior. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he was big. Yeah. He had a big singles career, and so he did was. Sting, obviously. Right. But that's a good one. They debuted in '85, disbanded in '86. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. That that's a tough question because I did think he really nailed them all in the head. There really isn't much past that. Well, in all honesty, there's not. And you know, we talk about we were talking recently, and and I'm going to bring this up again because I've been watching a little bit more of it. You know, later on, and how big, like the NWO, I think of factions too. So you know, there were some tag teams there, Hall and Nash, but like Hogan. I talk about Hogan. Hogan, you know, is obviously a household name, mm-hmm. big as wrestling, as big as he was. Personally, I think it was so great, and I love – I go back and watch it. Like, things he did that were different that kind of changed – Steve Austin, don't get me wrong, changed the game yep. in 97 when he became the man, you know, beating up his boss, everything. Mm-hmm. But you go back just a year before to Hogan, you know, going heel, you saw all the trash in the ring at Bash at the Beach 96. You you look at – you know, he, he dyed his, his – uh, his sideburns and all the way down to his beard, so it was black, charcoal black, came out to Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. played the belt like a guitar, yep. which was different, End up, the spray-painted NWO no, belt. spray paint. You know, I I respect more going back, like, Hogan as a heel than I do Hulkamania because it, it was something completely different. It had to be – he knew he was, he was in for a treat with people hating his ass. Right, he and I think that though that was all built up from him not being a heel for the last you know twelve years pretty much because he started as a heel and then yeah, in uh, seventy nine the, when he went to WWE yeah and then he went, went to the, went to the red and yellow and right from there it was you know he was Hulkamania from eighty four until ninety six so twelve years yeah like and you talk about now um, if it was five years ago. I think it would have been a big deal if Cena was heel. Now, if Cena was back and went heel, yeah. it wouldn't be a big deal. No, it wouldn't. As as much as we wanted to see it, I remember when he was on Raw and he did, oh, look, I'm doing a heel turn. And he turned his heel back and forth, and I thought it was hysterical. I'm like, he just played everybody. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, what but, a, Go ahead. 
let's say but now with that though which i still think is stupid but you know all the stuff he does with like make a wish and all that i yeah. think that you know not that they you know they didn't not quote unquote say they didn't have it back then but all wrestling back then was you know it was all tight to the vest you know there was kayfabe there's not anymore it's all gone with social media and all this other shit so I see why they wouldn't turn Cena heel because of that. The the kids want to see their baby face and their Fruity Pebble guy and all that because they don't understand it. I love and, that he was on Fruity Pebbles just because of Dwayne. Yeah, and they don't that you know they just don't understand it. And it, people are so damn sensitive nowadays that you people wouldn't be able to get over a heel turn or something like that, which is ridiculous in my opinion. But it is what it is. You know, and I was listening. I, I kind of want to bring this up because we haven't really hit on it. We're kind of going off the wall here, but that's fine because, you know, we're only 25 minutes in. I was listening to Grill and JR with uh, Jim Ross and Conor Ann Thompson, and one of the questions that got brought up is, what do you think of the word when it's brought up that wrestling is fake? And I thought his answer was good, and I, I couldn't have said it better myself. And this is where I completely agree, and, and you can disagree or agree as well. Um, he said it's basically a theater mm-hmm. performance, and they are actors. They're putting on a stage, you know, not necessarily a stage, but you know the outcome, a predetermined outcome. And, you know, taking a bump is not fake whatsoever. They are basically actors whom do their own stunts. Mm-hmm. And they do shows 300 days a year that they're out there performing. So 300 shows a year they're out there performing. I thought, because I... Growing up, you know, I would be like, it's not fake and defend it that way. It's not fake. It's real. You know, do that whole thing. But now it's more of, I think fake's the wrong term because you could say everything's fake. It's scripted. You could say everything's fake. Movies are fake. Yeah, absolutely. All this is fake, but it's scripted. It's entertainment, as Vince likes to put it. It's entertainment. He doesn't like to use wrestling anymore. And I totally agree. It is predetermined. They are actors, and they do a good job of what they're doing because if you – can watch it and there's still times i watch it even though we all know it's predetermined that we watch and you forget that it's predetermined or that it's quote unquote fake because you feel like damn they're beating each other's ass and there are times that we've watched it and we know that i'll never forget watching brock and braun and braun caught brock with a knee on accident Mm -hmm. and brock clocked him and braun said i deserved it yeah you know, he missed his cue, and he, he caught him good with a knee, almost knocked his ass out, and Brock just came up and punched him right in the fucking side of the head. Yeah, and, I mean, that happens in that, and you get them. And, yeah, sometimes they change the finish and whatnot mid-match for certain reasons. Not as much anymore, probably, but, you know, back in the day they used to do it when a crowd would be hot to one way or the other, and they would change it up right there. But exactly how it is. The ref gets all that information, you know, they bring it into them, blah, blah, blah. It has nothing to do with it. The fact of the matter is, is that it's just like anything else. You know, it's scripted, but things can go wrong. Right. I mean, you know, you get that whole Joey Mercury. Exactly. There's there's a lot of injuries and stuff that happens that you can say what you want that it's quote unquote fake, and I I don't like that word because it's not because when someone loses a nose like he did, Ugh. or someone breaks their bones or whatever, that's not fake. That's real. It's just scripted and sometimes just like in a movie how many times i mean it doesn't happen a lot but stuntmen have died before you know yeah it's it's happened people have died on movie sets that's a that's something scripted but it's also real people have gotten hurt on movie sets it, i mean it's you know it's the same thing so when people say that it's fake they're wrong because it's not fake 
scripted and there's a difference and if you say it's the same thing then you're just either being a troll or you're just really stupid one of the two and that's you know that's what a lot of people are is they troll it and they just don't understand it's like fake is like the people who call wrestling fake what is really fake is the orgasms their girlfriends have when they're with them that's fake or you know they watch the fakeness that is uh reality tv yeah jersey shore you know all that shit so I don't know. I don't buy into it. So here, here was a. We did get a. I, I talked to Justin. I said, "Hey, you got a wrestling question for us?" He does, and I like it. So I'll let you start off with this. Who has the better elbow drop? And I'll let you explain why. Joey Janela or Randy Savage? Come on, Randy Savage. That's not even a question. I mean, seriously, Savage's was. Savage hurt a lot of guys with his elbow drop. His elbow drop was real, son. <laughs> he. Uh, they said that he had a stiff elbow drop. So. Savages all day, every day, twice on Sunday. And uh, nothing to take against Janela. His isn't actually too bad. But it's not, I mean, he, could, he didn't even put Shawn Michaels in there. Shawn Michaels has, like, the second best elbow drop. Right. Just saying. But, yeah, yeah not Janela, no. Sorry. Not foamy. me. So, I know this is the wrestling show, but I just got something good from ESPN that I thought you might like to hear if you didn't get it yet. Juju, you see that? No. He got paid $100,000, admitted it on a stream. He was paid $100,000 to watch Thursday Night Football on Twitch. Really? Yep. Is there anything wrong with that? It doesn't sound like anything's wrong with it, does it? No. No. But I'm going to agree with you um, on Macho Man. That old pomp and circumstance when he come out. Dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun, 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 yeah, I mean, it's, his, was just, his was just good. What was better? Savage's elbow drop, Hogan's leg drop. Savage's elbow drop. Hogan's leg. See, this is the thing is that's what made Hogan really good is that he protected it. He didn't want to hurt anyone he ever wrestled with. So that's why a lot of his shit doesn't look good sometimes because he protects the guy he's with so much, which isn't a bad thing. No, that's no, not no. a knock. It's a good thing. But he was so over, it didn't matter anyways. Did not matter at all. Totally agree. Did you say TLC's already? Is it this weekend? Yeah, it's this week. I forgot. Jesus. And I don't know if they have matches. i got to pull it up. Um, yeah, because we looked last week, right? They didn't have anything up. They didn't have any matches yet. Freaking It's because they killed Starcade. Yeah, but we all did pretty good on our picks. True. I was 6-0. and 5-0. and So we're going to have to... We'll make our picks on the show, but some of them we're probably going to have to add later. Yeah, we can just text over that one. Which always happens. So I'm going to see. We do have seven matches. Okay. So I'm going to send these to Brandon, and hopefully he gets back to us quickly. We can do the Jason stuff while Brandon uh, gets that, if you want to send those to him. Yep, I will send them to him, and you can get some of Jason's stuff. All right. Let's see what old... As they, as I call him, old donkey got today. Six questions today. One question I saw, and I just saw the first part of it, and I almost started crying laughing. Number one. Is this it? No, it's number two. Okay. Number one. If you were to give a thoughtful Christmas present to Hulk Hogan, what would it be? Blue Chew. <laughs> that is very thought. I mean, that could be a thoughtful for anybody. But a thoughtful Christmas present. Thoughtful. Very thoughtful Christmas present for Terry Balea. A better divorce lawyer? 
better divorce lawyer would be a good one. Uh, a, a better back. Yeah, could work. Hips, like a whole body. Probably more marijuana. Marijuana. I think yeah. he would like some good marijuana, some good cannabis. Some Mary Jane. I think that would be a great thoughtful gift because I know that he likes his weed from what I've heard on podcasts. We can let it snow for him. I don't know. See, he's probably too old for that shit. He probably just wants some good some good marijuana to keep him nice and relaxed. And blue chew. So marijuana and blue chew. Marijuana and blue chew. Well, those, those are, are fair. good gifts. Those are fair. Number <laughs> Number two. What's up with the noise about Batista wanting to go steady with Dana Brooke? And who cares? They're both losers. <laughs> who could ever trust another man that has a belly button tattoo? <laughs> or a nose ring. Um, yeah, there's been some interesting stuff on Twitter about that. I think that we may or you may not find out about how big Batista's dong is at some point. Um, but yeah, they've been sexually flirting, like crazy flirting with each other on Twitter quite a bit. But, um, you know, I kind of see why now. Old Batista going to the Hall of Fame. It's impressive, too. I know we were going to talk about it, but might as well bring him up since it's time. Yep, go ahead. You can talk about that real quick. I think it's good. I mean, it's you know, it shows that he's pretty much done. He's not going to really do much. Maybe a match here and there, but he's officially on to the said, movie uh, world. Well, I think he said Triple H it was his last match, and he was fine with it. Was it? Okay. And that's what he wanted. But, as we know... Uh, Shawn Michaels was done, and they basically begged him to come back right. and do the Saudi Arabia show, which sucked for multiple reasons. I think that uh, he could have put on a good match if you put him with somebody else, not Taker or Kane. And uh, Triple H, that's when Triple H tore his whole fucking yeah, arm off, arm off, mm-hmm. which was insane. Yep. And, you know, Shawn almost died because he Kane missed him, and it knocked off his wig. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it was what it was. Yeah, but he's right, though. I couldn't trust a man with a belly button tattoo. No way. That's fucking hilarious. Number three. This also may be Jason's best question ever. Where is Elias? Best heel in years. He ain't wrong about that. He's absolutely correct. And I don't know. I haven't watched Raw, so I'm not sure. Or SmackDown. I haven't watched either. Um, I don't know. You know, I have no idea. Uh, is he hurt or something? That's a good question. I don't know if he's hurt. Hopefully he wouldn't be, but it would be nice if uh, it would be nice. (laughs) God, I need to stop reading down. (laughs) It would be nice if, uh, you know, he did come back and and just went all out heel here, even more heel than he was. But maybe maybe he's going back to get, you know, back to wrestling school because I felt like that's what he's doing. He's just on. He's just a voice piece. He's a great talker. Um, So maybe he's going back and well, he's a good wrestler schooling. But he is a good wrestler, too. I don't too. know if we've totally seen all of that, though. No, I mean, he goes, it, it's nothing. So he was on, I just looked on his Twitter, and uh, there's not much there since November. Okay. Yeah, so maybe maybe he's just learning more, just in the gym, working out, and getting, doing, you know, being a better wrestler. Wrestler. Wrestling. I don't know. We'll see. Number four. Why am I just now... Why am I just now hearing that Rey Mysterio and Jennifer Aniston were dating in the 90s? Really? I don't know about that. I don't think I've ever heard that. There's no way. Oh, I got to look. Rey. I'm going to Google this one. On the Google. I would be interested to hear this. 
Friend star Jennifer Aniston flips for Incredible Hunk, and it's Rey Mysterio. Shut up. Dude, that is weird. In the night in '97, really? Now, the National Enquirer published a story claiming that Ray was having a relationship with Jennifer Aniston. Eric Bischoff shoots on Ray Mysterio sleeping with Jennifer Aniston. That was from September 20th, 2019. I, did Ray Mysterio have an extramarital affair with Jennifer Aniston? International Business Times. Interesting. This is all coming out, like, in November. That is odd. Well, Jason, out of anything, anytime he ever says shit like this, which I've... And he, I'll be the first to tell you, the first couple times he do that crap, I would not believe him one bit. Right. Not one bit. But he looks into some weird stuff and finds some crazy stuff, so anytime he says something anymore, I have to believe him or at least look it up because he's always quite factual now, after yeah. I thought he wasn't. Like, he thinks Avril Lavigne died many years ago. And the person that walks around her now is a clone or whatever. I don't know if you've ever looked that up. He made me spend literally one day at work, like, researching that. Because I told him I didn't believe him. And what what was your conclusion? There was a whole bunch of conspiracy theory shit on there. My conclusion is it's still the same person, but I don't believe in a lot of conspiracy theories. Did we land on the moon? Yes. Okay. Did one person kill Kennedy? I don't think so. I agree with you. That would be my. That would be the biggest conspiracy theory. But yes, we landed on the moon. I agree with we that. Landed on the moon. Nine <laughs> eleven was not an inside job. No, hell no. Um, Jimmy see. Hoffa. Dead. After watching The Irishman, he's dead. Do you believe that though? I could see it. That Frank Sheeran did that. I could see it because Sheeran came out years ago and said that. Yeah. And they did the book on it. And that's what he said. Ago. He doesn't know whatever happened after that. He just left. Yeah, I, I could see it. Certainly. I could see uh, kind of what they did with, uh, you know, they killed him, got rid of his body, and how they showed it in the film, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen The Irishman, yeah. you can just fast forward about one minute or, yeah. or two. Um, or if you don't care, just listen. Yeah, really. They cremated him. Yeah. Just kind of the simple thing to do. it. They're like, it was nothing crazier than they just cremated him. I'm like, that's. He wasn't buried in Giant Stadium. I know that. Right. That's that was a rumor forever. Was he was in the whatever the East End Zone or North End Zone or whatever a Giant Stadium buried there? Yeah, they dug it up. Didn't find him. Nope. Sure didn't. Because uh, I always thought they kind of like did what they did what they showed in the movie when they put the one guy through the chipper. Yeah, that was awesome. And that I'm was like, like uh, have you ever seen Rumble in the Bronx? Yeah. Yep. Same thing. Yep. Do that in that movie too. Did you ever see? Now that we're talking mob movies and we got off track here, this is okay. You ever see a Bronx Tale? I don't think so. A Bronx Tale is really good, and um, another De Niro film. You know, he plays the dad. He's not the mobster. It's from 1993. Okay. And if you go back, the kid, uh, I can't remember the kid's name, but the the director and mobster was Chaz Palminteri. He's, if you saw, if I show you him, you'd know who he is. Yeah, probably. You would know who he is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, it was his screenplay. This it made his life because he was a Broadway person, mm. you know, and he brought this to Robert De Niro okay. and got Robert De Niro in it, and it made it into a movie, you know, because it was a it was a, a screenplay, and he he did the screenplay, Chaz did, he did the story, and he was the primary actor, and that was the thing about it. It has a this this is where I agree with Rotten Tomatoes ninety seven percent. I'm gonna have to watch that. Yes, it, dude. You like because I know you like mob movies. Yeah, Bronx Tale is my dad got me on that years ago, and uh, this this will just give you the the kind of the backstory on it. 
So it's a crime film adapted from Chaz Palminteri's 1989 play of the same name. It's a, it tells the coming-of-age story of an Italian-American boy uh, who, after encountering a local mafia boss, is torn between the temptations of organized crime, racism in his community, and the values of being honest, of his honest, hardworking father, who is Robert De Niro. Hmm. And uh, it was converted to a film with limited changes and starred Paul Monteri and Robert De Niro. Nice. But, um, yes, it is very good. And the kid that plays the boy, I feel like... Macaulay Culkin. No. Uh, he's from Bogato, Colombia. Macaulay Culkin. Uh, but this kid, the kid that is the boy, actually went to jail for 10 years for first-degree attempted burglary. Jesus. That's dangerous. Yes. So, uh, and there was somebody else. I can't remember if it was a kid from Sopranos or somewhere else that went to jail for murder mm. who was an actor. So, um, it was, so on its release, it was released in September of that year. Limited commercial success. It grossed 17 million. It fared much better with critics who praised the performances of the leads and launched Palminteri's acting career. Okay. And then uh, De Niro actually directed it. Nice. Okay. So pretty neat. Yeah, dude, you got to check it out. I think you would really like it. So De Niro got the rights to the film. He was struck solely with a gentleman's agreement with Paul Monteri, and they crafted the screenplay. And prior to partnering with him, Paul Monteri rejected several offers for the film's rights, including some as high as $1 million if he was not granted the role of the primary screenwriter and Sonny the gangster, which is what he was. And that's how they came to it. So this was due to the original screenplay, which was performed as a one-man show, being largely inspired by or drawn from his own childhood, specifically what happens is in it. Okay. So um, you'll you'll see what happens, and you know he basically wrote it on his life, which is pretty neat. And just the whole backstory. So after you watch it, go back and read about Chaz Palminteri and how he came up with it, because it's a really interesting story. So anybody out there that I, I know, Bear and I like mob movies. And it's a really good one. I'm shocked you haven't seen it. Um, but, yeah, definitely check it out. Bronx Tale is really good. Uh, if you're looking for a fast, upbeat mob movie, that's not what it is. Uh, and you got to remember this was a play. It came as a mob show. Mm-hmm. You know, it came as a single-man show and turned into a movie. But uh, great acting, great writing. Uh, you, I think you'll really like it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that one out. All right, number five. Hold hands, kiss, or marry. You can, you can see what he Sasha got out of that. Jennifer Aniston, Sable, and Kelly Kelly. Hold hands. Kiss and marry. I'm marrying Kelly Kelly. Hold hands and kiss with Sable and Jennifer Aniston. I'll hold hands with Sable because Brock will kill me. And I'll kiss Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Um, I would marry Jennifer Aniston. And I would kiss Sable. Because you, you know, you're not going to be able to do that. Inside, Kelly Kelly's just the last woman out, so I have to hold hands with her. Good. So you can hold hands with my wife. <laughs> I'll hold hands with your kiss, and uh, yeah. I'll kiss your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. <laughs> These are so random. I like it. I like them, though. Number six. For an example... Rikishi's stink face. Wait a minute. Foreign or for an? For an. Okay. For an example, Rikishi's stink face. Okay. Name the most unsanitary wrestling move. I mean, Mr. Sacco. <laughs> oh, God. Ought to be up there. I mean, Mandible pull, claw, period. Pulls a, pulls a sock out of his junk <laughs> and then sticks it down your throat. Uh, 
I think I, I always think back to the kiss my foot match between Jerry Lawler and Bret Hart. Mm. Bret Hart wrestling in that boot and shoving the toes down Lawler's throat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't really a move, but it was something very unsanitary. Was, yes, um, unsanitary move. Oh God! When they dumped feces on the McMahon's, <laughs> or no, that was Spirit Squad. That was Spirit Squad and, and the, the McMahon's. McMahon's. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was feces, but I think we can agree. Yeah, let's uh, just say it was. That's unsanitary. The beer bath? It would have been nice, but... The milk bath? That would have been more unsanitary. Oh, God. It would be really it's sticky. Warm. Yeah. And gross. Um, Get curdled cheese. Yeah. Get cottage cheese in your junk. I like cottage cheese, though. But, you know, once it sticks to you, it just kind of turns to cottage cheese. I mean, I eat cottage cheese. I don't put it on my body. Yeah, this is true. Um, Let's see. What else would be a... Unsanitary. unsanitary Yokozuna's drop oh god the drop from the rope um yeah you wouldn't want that big old chicken wing on you <laughs> no god that was uh oh gosh that was rough um mm, I can't think of any others Mrs. didn't a uh, cat do the stink face or something too might have but I think people would have wanted that one. Oh yeah yeah I think so yeah, I, I can't think of any others off of that. I mean, when Randy Orton shook someone's hand, maybe. <laughs> It'd be unsanitary. Or what? what's his face? The dick, the dick guy, Joy Ryan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Someone just grabbing his junk all the time. Oh, it's so weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Really weird. All right. Well, that was Jason's last question for this week. <laughs> Very so interesting. <laughs> Very interesting lineup of questions. I kind of want him to have sports questions. Do you think he contributes to sports? No. Damn. No. No, he, he doesn't know much about sports. He doesn't? No. The Cincinnati? Yes. Yes, just the Bengals, the Reds, and that's probably about it. Nothing much more. Okay. So uh, we got uh, a few more things to do here. We're actually up to 46 minutes, and 20 minutes of it is about mob movies. Yeah, uh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. So... We got to do our TLC picks, right? Yes, yes, we do. So there are seven matches. If there are more matches added on Friday SmackDown, this will come out Sunday, so two days after SmackDown is has aired, we will make the picks amongst the text, and we will cover it next week. Yep. All right. So first match, and you're gonna have to read me Brandon's. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's get rid of this line, and I'll have to get them from Cody and Parrot. Roman Reigns, King Corbin, TLC match. Brandon has Roman. Okay. I'm sure if I pick Roman, Corbin will win since I picked Corbin last time, but I'm going to take Roman. Roman. Uh, I'm going to take Corbin. Yeah, you'll win. All right. New Day versus The Revival tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Brandon has the new day. Okay. I am going with the revival again. They lost last time. Yep. Revival. I'm gonna go with new day as well. So, fun fact: we all in two matches, all three of us have different picks. Two. We all have two different picks. I like it. Bray Wyatt versus The Miz singles match. Brandon took Bray. I'm also taking Bray. Yeah, because is it Bray or is it The Fiend? Hmm. It should be The Fiend. Yeah. Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy. Brandon had Alistair, and I have Alistair. 
I also have Alistair. And this is the last pay-per-view. So I should be picking first, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kabuki Warriors champions versus Becky and Charlotte. I'm taking Kabuki. Yep, that's who Brandon has, and that is who I am taking as well. All right. So I might finish out with the title here. Rusev versus Lash. Oh, so the TL- that's a TLC match, by the way, Kabuki Warriors. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Rusev in a tables match. If they fight again. I'm going to take Rusev. Brandon has Rusev, and I'm going to take Rusev. Okay. Viking Raiders versus To Be Determined for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I don't understand how you have this. So let's wait on that one because we don't know who it is. Brandon Brandon says whoever the Viking – well, it should be Raiders, but he said Viking Warriors face. So I'd just give Brandon the Viking Raiders. VR. I'm going to wait. Yeah, I'll wait. I want to see who it is. So – we have that. Uh, so Sunday, what is the date on Sunday? 11, 12, thir- Friday the 13th Fif- this week. 15th. Yeah. So let's go to the 15th of December, which will be on a domingo. That's a Sunday. For those out there who don't know. You are correct, sir. All right, how far you want to go back? How about let's go to TLC 2013. Okay. From Houston, Texas. Okay. What do we got here? In a dark match, Fandango beat Dolph Ziggler. I didn't like that guy. CM Punk beat Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins in a handicap match. Hmm, Interesting. Okay. I don't remember that. AJ Lee, Mrs. Punk, mm-hmm. beat Natalia to retain the Women's Championship. Which they said, by the way, potentially now since CM's back with them, that she'll be going into the Hall of Fame this year. AJ? That's what they, they were just at the they were at the Bears Cowboys game. They pulled him up just CM Punk and his wife, uh, whatever her name is, <laughs> Jesus. Andrea. <laughs> no, I did not see that. That's what they said. They showed them what is AJ Lee's. I can't remember her name. They actually gave her her name, not oh, AJ. Her actual name. Yeah, April. April. Yeah. So he's <laughs> CM Punk and his wife April. Mm. Okay. Uh, Big E beat Damian Sandow to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Six minute match. Cody Rhodes and. Good dust. Retain their titles again in a fatal four-way elimination tag match against Cesaro and Swagger, Axel and Ryback, Mysterio and Big Show. I forgot they were a tag team. Yeah, so did I. R-Truth beat Brodus Clay. Kofi beat The Miz in a no disqualification match. Eight minutes. Bray Wyatt, Rowan, and Harper beat Daniel Bryan in a handicap match. So we had two three-on-one matches that day. Mm. Weird. Mm. And then a 24-minute TLC singles match title change, Randy Orton beat John Cena. Oh, interesting. 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 That is very interesting. Maybe there'll be another title change in this one. Maybe. All right. Uh, let's go back some more. Now we're back into the early 2000s. Nothing really fun here. Um WWF, Monday Night Raw taping from Spokane, Washington, 1998. Okay. Bet you Stone Cold does something. Al Snow beat Gangrel. Okay. Old Gangrel. Billy Gunn beat Ken Jamrock. Okay. Steve Blackman beat the Blue Blazer. Oh, that's sad. Because mm. isn't that the year he died, 98? No, 99. Or 99. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Road Dog beat Big Boss Man for the hardcore title. Mm. Bob Holly and Scorpio beat Bradshaw and Farouk. Okay. Mankind beat Shane McMahon. 
Mosh and Thrasher beat D'Lo Brown. Test and The Rock beat Triple H and X-Pac. Mm, no Stone Cold. Well, I'm sure he did something. Oh, I'm sure, you're, sure he did. Let's go back to 97. Nitro, 1997. Monday Night Nitro. Ray Trailer beat Vincent. Disco Inferno beat Yuji Nagata. Fit Finley beat Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero's commentary. Uh, Juventude Guerrero, Ray Mysterio Jr. beat La Parca and Psychosis, La and there's three and three-quarter stars on that. Nice. That was the only one that has stars. Scott Hall beat Jericho in a two-and-a-half-minute match. Ugh. That's disappointing. Rick Steiner and Scott Steiner beat Conan and Scott Orton. Savage beat Booker T. Benoit beat Scotty Riggs. Buff Bagwell beat Lex Luger. And Ric Flair beat Kurt Hennig. Woo! Woo! Ah, uh, and that is pretty much it. Well, we can go back to 1975, WWWF. Okay, what you got? Pete Sanchez beat Johnny Rods. Pat Barrett. Possible. Beat Manuel Soto. Antonio Inoki beat Frank Monty. Luis Serdan and Tony Parisi beat Baron Ciceluna and Spiros Arian. Ivan Putski beat Blackjack Lonza. Billy Graham beat Dominic Danucci. Bugsy McGraw and Ernie Ladd beat Haystacks Calhoun. I like that name. Haystacks, Haystacks Calhoun. Calhoun. And Kevin Sullivan and Bruno San Martino beat Ivan Koloff in a steel cage match. Shocking, since he held the belt for 947 years. Yeah, it was like, what, 3,000 days? Something stupid. Mm-hmm. It was something crazy. All right, so happy birthday on this day to Rene Dupree. Ah, uh, the old Frenchie. 36. That's it. Oh, man, yeah. That, what, what could have been with them? They got such good heat, but they were weird. Yeah, that is crazy. Um... And that's pretty much it. No other good birthdays, huh? No. Yeah. Sounds about right. Not really. No one cool was born in December. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Jesus. That's not true. There's two people right at the end of the month that are pretty darn cool. Jesus? No. LeBron and Tiger. (laughs) Thanks, Dick. (laughs) I was going to say Jack. Wait, Jack Nicholson's in April. Yeah. I can't remember who I share a birthday with. I don't know, somebody. LeBron. Is it, is it LeBron? I think yours is, when is yours, the 30th or 31st? First. 30, yeah, yours is LeBron. I think Tiger I think Tiger is the 30th and LeBron's the 31st. There's someone else on the 30th, somewhere in there that's pretty decent too. I'm pretty positive. Yeah, there, there's somebody else who has a birthday on New Year's Eve. Um, Probably a lot of people have birthdays on New Year's oh, Eve. Oh, Batman, Val Kilmer. Well, one of the Batman. Stop. An- Anthony Hopkins. There you go. Val Kilmer. Jesus. Morris Chestnut. Is that Joey Chestnut's brother? Yeah, sure. Franklin Gala. Yeah, he's good. Grandmaster Flash. Grandmaster Sexy. J.D. Salinger. Nope. Ellen Nordegren. Mm, Tiger's wife. Jason Pierre-Paul. Oh, wait, her birthday is January 1st. Oh. And so is JPP. Mm. Boo. Maybe LeBron and Tiger are both on the 30th then. So Tiger Woods birthday. Let's check that out. December thirtieth, nineteen seventy five. And then what LeBron's must be the thirtieth too then. Eighty four. There you go. So they're both the thirty. I was close. I didn't know they had the same day. I knew it was something right in there. They're all right at the end. They both have the same day. That's crazy. Yeah. Two of the best athletes to ever play their respective sports. So if you were born on 
December 30th and you're not past your prime already, you may have a shot at life. You may. Yes. What's prime? Um, you could not go pro anymore. Let's put it that way. Oh, I was born on the 31st, so it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, somewhere in there. <laughs> I couldn't go pro. I can go pro with Blue Chew. If you were born one day earlier, you could have been a professional athlete. Probably not. You could have been. Dude, I, I still got time with professional Blue Chew guy. Oh, you, know, you could do that, yes. Yeah. Yes, you could. We can do you it. You got plenty of time for that. How much fucking beer did he leave here? Two. Jesus, what an asshole. Fucking parrots. Well, thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to all our clothing, Crano Squatty Lawn Care, Tim at Verizon, Cassandra at PNC, Steve at Savage and Associates, and Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Um, does, is anyone actually going to watch TLC? I don't. I probably won't. I'll go to bed early that night.